The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. This is the 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross on 630 Chad, Edmonton's breaking news and conversation station. We should really record all of the conversations yeah. during halftime. I, I threw it out. We had been talking in the last half hour um, about who's the boss in your house. And then I said to Jay during the uh, news headlines, yeah. well, isn't it the person who controls the bunny? Um, but I don't, I mean, that sort of caused a conversation to ensue about how purchases happen in the house. Because and I guess it depends on how your financial arrangement is in your house. Mm-hmm. If you have separate bank accounts and you do what you want with it, or you have separate bank accounts and you each take money and put it into another account to do stuff with, or if everything goes into one account, well, I think have, it depends on that. We have three accounts, a household account, um, I have my own business account, and... Carol has a personal account. They're all linked, though, so you can uh-huh. see what's going on on all three accounts. Not that I ever really look. So the we the the money goes into the house account. Carol manages the house, so she pays the bills and all that kind of stuff. But if there's an expenditure like a new washer dryer or something like that, then that's something we have to talk about because yeah. we have to figure out how we're going to do that, yeah. right? Or a new furnace, like yeah. we did uh, recently. But I don't know. Like, I don't want to. I just don't want to cop out and say no. We're we're equal partners, and not that you saying that was copying out. But there is in any relationship always one dominant person. So you can say that it's pretty equal. But at the end of the day, I, and I just can't think of a good example where mm. maybe the best example is the one that'll get me in the most trouble. <laughs> Carol's wanted to move out of the house we're in for probably fifteen years, and. I've just never agreed to it. And the reason I've never agreed to it is while I would like to have, who doesn't want a bigger house, I wanted a house that was paid off mm-hmm. by the time I got to 65 mm-hmm. or, you know, which I have, right? So. Or you will. Or I will, yeah. yeah. Um, so that's a big decision where I just said no. We're staying did, with But this. did you have conversations about it or was it just a flat out no? Um, we had conversations yeah. about it. I mean, and we still have conversations yeah. about it. And now it's funny because we're at that point where the kids are looking at moving out. Mm-hmm. And so now it doesn't make sense to go to a bigger house. No. But I think in some ways, and maybe, you know what, I mean, maybe I'm a figurehead and, and uh, you know, Carol's the puppet master. I, I It doesn't matter. Whatever it, our relationship is, it works. So while we've never gotten that bigger house that I know Carol wants, and while I know that Carol drove a car that didn't have reverse for a year and a half, and we didn't get her a new car, um, we do do things. We travel a lot. Yeah, you have different priorities. Yeah, that's it's changed, right? right. Or it's not changed, but it's it's there. We've we've yeah. put the money into that because we enjoy that together, and that's yeah, I, I don't think in you know in in my marriage that either of us would make a a big purchase without consulting the other person. No, uh, on on anything actually. To be honest with you, uh, my laptop is getting quite old, and uh, I'm going to need a new one soon. But I would not just go out and and buy one without discussing it with him or at least telling him hey you know we we need to do this i just wouldn't um well, but my yeah i'll yeah. be honest my first my like, again in my first marriage we had separate accounts 
And didn't see each other's accounts? No. Oh. Which, yeah, which um, became quite interesting afterwards. Oh, I bet it did. Um, but, for example, he, and I told you this, he came home one day and had bought two vehicles, one for himself and one for his employee. <laughs> was it a guy? Yes. Okay. Um, and I was driving my my step-grandmother's old Toyota Tercel. I'm like, have a hello over here. Well, you know, it's funny because we could have a myriad Or came of, home and said, I'm, I'm buying a Harley. Yeah. There was no discussion. It was just done. I was going to say we could have a myriad of guests, but we probably already have over the years, marriage counselors who would say that that's a really important conversation going into the relationship among other conversations. Are we going to have children? How will we raise them? Yeah. Is religion important? All those other conversations. But finances is a huge one. And I know over the years I've seen all kinds of studies that have said um, the breakups were caused. You know, one yeah. of the number one reasons is finances. I, 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 I mean, I, I don't. I have total access to Carol's account. I never look in it. Um, and if truthfully, I, yeah, truthfully, yeah. I never look in it. And and there's no reason to. And as far as the household, as I say, she pays all the bills and uh -huh. has since day one. And. Which, that, you know, there's a side topic there that sort of, it irritates both of us. But if not for my wife, um, I, I had horrible credit, yeah. had come out of a bankruptcy, um, did not have a steady income. And my wife, you know, the first time a creditor called, my wife mm -hmm. said, What's going okay, on I'm here? taking yeah. care of the books. So she's taking care of the books for 25 years. I have great credit. Um, she doesn't yeah. because she, ha I mean, she doesn't have bad credit. She has no credit because she hasn't had employment that, you know, yeah. it, which bugs me because uh, she's by far the more financially responsible and by far, um, you know, the one more in control of her finances. But what, what I was going to say is like, say my new phone. Mm -hmm. So if I phone Rogers and say, I need a new phone and they say, well, we are going to have to change your plan. Then I have to, I, and will always bring Carol into the conversation because she's the one who's going to have to pay. And she's, she's the one who knows what we have been paying. So in that regard, we're, if we're, but you didn't even have a discussion with Carol about buying a new phone. You just like, I'm buying a new phone. Yeah. But that see, that's the other side of it though, that. It, when it comes to certain uh, things, when it comes to technology, um, no, we're not having a discussion. If I need a new phone, new tablet, new laptop, um, I'm getting it. I mean, I, uh, that's just my thing. I have to have, it all has to be working and it has to be, it doesn't have to be new. In fact, I would yeah. prefer it wasn't. I, I like technology that continues to work. It annoys me, as you yeah. well know, when I have to replace it. Yeah, but yeah. when it comes to technology, no, we don't talk about it. I, I, when I need it, I get it. And I don't talk to Carol about it. Coach takes care of paying all the bills in the house. And mm. the, the main reason was we, we needed to designate one person to do it because we were doubling up on it. You know, oh, I paid that, I paid that. But what do you mean? Okay, we both paid the Epcor bill or we both paid the TELUS uh, bill. That's what was happening. So finally it was just, okay, we need one person to do it. You're doing it. Well, Go it's for funny. it. I mean, Because he'd, already, he'd right. al always had done that yep. in his previous marriage, took care of all, well, you all know, of that. You know, so. as they say, if, it, if it's not broken, don't fix it, right? So when Carol and I first got together, and I was on the road a lot. I was uh -huh. gone, you know, nine, ten weeks at a time. And... I paid some bills, like you said, and she paid some bills, and then we didn't double up on bills, but some got missed. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, I get a phone call from, uh, I think it might have been the CRA, I think it was uh, Revenue Canada uh, phoned me and said they were going to garnish she if I didn't pay my back, my taxes mm -hmm. from last year, and I phoned my wife from Toronto, just like, 
how did you not pay the CRA? And she was like, listen, and like I said, this is early in our marriage. Yeah. She was like, all right, either you pay all the bills or I yeah. pay all the bills. Yeah. And I was like, you pay all the yeah. bills. And, and, I, and I think that's it. And you, when you talk about having those important conversations before you get married, mm-hmm. um, it is it is really important uh, to have. I, I had this discussion uh, with someone not too long ago saying, okay, well, what about you know, her finances, your finances, what do you know? So I I actually, I I know a couple getting married that they have Mm. no idea of of what they're coming into the marriage with as far as, as money goes, bank account, anything like that. Now, I'm thinking to myself, that might not be the best thing. Well, it can be an embarrassing conversation for men, oh, hey, right? You know that what? my finances are not in good order no. and we're now going to be yeah. combining, right? But it's so yep. critical that and conversation. And we had our, you know, my first marriage we were in similar situation yep. as what what you had gone through and we had to work really hard to get everything all built back up for him and and did and went on to be very successful and 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 all of that. But yeah, it is a it's a it's a it any of those really, really personal ones, when you have to share something very personal that you find embarrassing, mm-hmm. it are, are hard conversations. You know, the, and like I say, if I can cycle back to this, because this just really bugs me, and I don't think there's a way around it or, or whatever, but I, when I met Carol, I ha- and I had no credit, and I had no credit cards, and consider that I'm traveling for a living, mm-hmm. right? I'm doing comedy. So I couldn't check into a hotel without yeah. leaving a $200 cash yep. deposit uh, because I had no credit card, right? And when Carol learned that, um, she got me a secondary card for one of her credit cards. And then that's how I was able to check into to motels and hotels and that kind of thing. And now 25 years later... Uh, we're renegotiating our mortgage and we're taking a look at all, you know, what credit we have and whatever. And I, they would, the bank wanted us to switch over our visas or whatever to their bank. And I was like, okay, well, you know, I want Carol to have mm-hmm. whatever. And the bank mocked at it. And it bugged me, to be honest with you. And again, maybe this isn't fair. I'm sitting across the desk from a woman who is saying that my wife of 25 years doesn't qualify mm-hmm. to have her own credit card. Mm-hmm. And and I know she's working this the bank person and so's my wife, right? My wife runs a comedy festival, but you know, it just it just bugs me that that's part of what you maybe give up um to be a homemaker, uh to be a stay-at-home to mom, be mom yeah. to be a mom to raise children. Yeah. Um it's just not right. Like her and her credit history is impeccable. She's never well, reneged and, on anything. And I think one of the the cons- you know, one of the things that always I had thought of as well is that then what happens if there's a divorce? Yeah. If there's a divorce, and I know or a death or a death, and and that's why you know because. <laughs> Again, and Kelly Keene will tell us you need to have the conversations because if something happens, you need to know right. where this is, and, where is this, how this works, where and, and things are. And think about that. Uh, the, one of my credit, I only have two credit cards, as I've told you before. Yeah. I've, I've, I've got them down to two, and one's yeah. business and one's personal, right? Um, so the personal one, I just got an email from them a couple of days ago saying that if I want, I'm pre-approved to, for another $5,000 yeah. on my credit limit, right? And just go to the website, click yes, and you get $5,000 more. Well... I've never opened a statement from that bank in 25 years. Yeah. <laughs> I, I've not written a check or uh-huh. made a tran. My wife has uh-huh. for 25 uh-huh. years. But the bank doesn't recognize that union. No. They, they just, nope, it's in his name. He's the one with the job. 
But, I finally had to. St- I, yeah. I finally had to call the bank and say stop automatically yeah. opening my credit line. I, I don't want that. And they're like, well, you know, then you, if you need it, you have to call it out. I'm like, yeah, that's that's exactly. But you know, doing that unnecessarily that. comes around to haunt you, right? Oh, like, because, absolutely. Sure, like the bank gives you another five thousand dollars, which you don't use, for example, right? But then you go to get a car loan or you go to uh, negotiate your mortgage, and they don't look. Uh, they do yeah. look at what you owe, but they also look at what you're capable of borrowing, and that's or you do. You use it when you don't or, have the money. That's that was my case, right? Right. right. After the divorce, it's it, tempting to. Well, after to the divorce, they're just things were tight, as we as we know. Divorces are tough financially all the mm-hmm. way around, and there was I I didn't have much money, and um so but somehow they upped something, and that's what you end up using. Yeah. It's okay, well I still have to pay this off sometime. Yeah. Hmm. Huh. Finances, huh? Yeah, that's a Friday topic. Uh, we've got at least a couple of textures who are like, hey, I thought you guys were going to lighten it up today. You haven't lightened well, it up yeah, yet. Yeah, it's kind of fun. Yeah. Our, Rob says our nine-year-old Sheltie Lacey is the boss in our home. In fact, Siri, Siri responds whenever I say Lacey's name, especially <laughs> in a stern voice. <laughs> You're bumming me out. Come yeah, on, Trev. I know. I know. It's going to be okay, Trev. We have to, you know, sort of balance between uh, serious conversation. And oftentimes, you know, the conversation just uh, happens organically as it did about that. But I know a lot of people sort of, you know, they can sort of identify with one or the other <laughs> situation, right? Makes you know that everybody's uh, human. You were not, we're not alone. No, for I, sure. Yeah. Mm, I, I, I just... Mm. Yes. I know somebody um, who whose family just recently won a hundred grand. Mm, nice. Like in just a, just a nice little ballpark. Yeah, that would be nice. Sure, that'd be great. You know. Well, there was an Alberta couple that just won twelve. The twelve million. million. Yeah, on six forty nine. They live like near Pigeon Lake, mm-hmm. or they bought the no, they bought yeah. the ticket near Pigeon Lake, but they live down just south of us somewhere. That'd be nice too. Uh, do you want to completely switch gears? We have two minutes and a half. Perfect. That's all I need. (laughs) There was a program that was brought in by the city of Edmonton to license buskers. Oh, man. Who thought that this was going to work? So here's how it was going to work. Uh, We were going to have, you know, buskers and down in the entertainment district, uh, they came up with this plan that, listen, if you want to be a busker, uh, just come to to City Hall and get a license to be a busker. It won't cost you anything, and there's no qualifications. You don't have to prove that you even are a busker. Um, Just come and get this piece of paper, and then you're a licensed busker. But if you don't get the piece of paper, uh, there will be no uh, ramifications to that whatsoever. Don't worry about it. Yeah. No fines. So you don't need no, the license, but if you'd like to have one, and after, it was supposed to be a year-long project, and after like six months, the city's going, you know what, we're going to get rid of this uh, program, and you want to applaud them and say, well, thankfully, you figured out that that program was completely useless and had no merit and there was no point to it, uh, but my question mm. is, can we not have somebody at these committee meetings when somebody goes, yeah, you know those buskers? Yes. Uh, I was thinking about licensing them. What will be the cost? Nothing. So there's no revenue? No. All right. What will be the ramifications if they don't have a license? Nothing at all. Well, I say we do it. Like, can't we have somebody my, at that table who goes, then why bother? Then my question is, is how much 
yeah. staff time and yeah. how much cost was there just sitting around putting it together and putting a report together saying this is what we're going to do. Oh, and the design, somebody had to design it and did the <laughs> printer and there's the distribution and there's the training. Isn't the and- part about being a busker? Just kind of freewheeling it, setting up shop and doing your thing? Let me throw this out, and maybe this will solve a lot of problems. This is an average Joe solution. We haven't done one of those in a while. If you work for the city in any department in which you develop new ideas like this one, and you do it because you've got time on your hands, um, just go play Farmville or Candy Crush. I'd be less upset to think that you were just wasting your time with that and not costing me any money than developing programs that nobody uh, nobody cares about. Just waste your time is fine. Don't waste my money. Oh, dump button isn't on. Uh, someone yeah, texted in, what's a, what, what's a busker? You know, those guys who gather a crowd and entertain you. They juggle or do magic or they perform some show and then you throw money in their hat. That's a busker. The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad.